Hello beautiful people and welcome to another episode of the Healing Minute Podcast. My name is Amanda Mapaka and I'm so glad you decided to tune in on this amazing Sunday morning. It is the first Sunday of the new month, the month of love. And of course, we're going to be celebrating this month by unpacking all the breaking and the healing that a person must go through when they fall in love. If that sounds like your kind of thing, make sure that you are subscribed wherever you're listening to podcasts and stay tuned. So fun fact, this episode has been in the works for a while. And by a while, I mean the entire time I haven't been releasing new episodes, I've been sitting on this conversation because I didn't know how to structure it and I didn't know how to put it forward in a way that would be meaningful. Then a couple of months ago, I watched Seriously Single, a South African rom-com on Netflix. And I saw bits of myself in the two main characters, Dineo and Noni. Dineo, aka hashtag Desperate Bay, so determined to get into her relationship that she almost repels them. And Noni is so convinced she doesn't want one that she doesn't realize she's operating from a place of fear. Specifically, a fear of being seen trying. I sat there thinking to myself, how is it possible that both of these things could ring true for me at the same time? I watched Seriously Single, at first cynically, judging everyone, especially Danelle, for trying too hard. But as the movie progressed, that familiar twinge of recognition that we often get when we're women watching romantic comedies started to shine through, and it was uncomfortable. It was too close for home, and I did not like it. But even in my growing discomfort, I had to admit I had to finally confront the hard truth that I didn't enjoy being single, but I was tired of trying. So I called Tiamo, corporate bae, mom of two, and wife to this other guy that I'm proud to call my friend. I've pretty much been there for the entire evolution of their relationship, but mostly from the sidelines. So I was curious to find out the inner workings of how they went from a DM to marriage and the work that went into readying her heart for commitment. Hi! <laughs> Hi! Hi, Amante. Welcome to the show. Thank you for hosting me. I'm so happy, I'm so happy you're here because today we're talking about you know vulnerability again and how to you know get ready to be in a relationship and i feel like you're the ceo of love lives here i'm not (laughs) you the pressure (laughs) i feel like in my life you are the most like tangible love lives here product so immediately when i thought of it i was like i have to speak to you about it um so i hope i hope i live up to your expectations (laughs) you always drop gems babe i'm trusting you i'm trusting you Mm. um so basically how we met is actually through a friend of mine who shall remain nameless unless you have a problem you don't have a problem with me saying his name he shall remain nameless (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you shall remain nameless and 
you were you thought you guys started dating like a couple of years back it feels like it's been forever but i was actually thinking about it today like it really hasn't been that long it hasn't been that long like i think we're on our fourth year now huh? it seems wow. short but but long short long i don't know it's it's four years now I really love that actually because people have this idea that you can only get married after like 10 years of being in a relationship and mm. I wanted you to just give me like a brief background of like your love story like how you met and you know what what happened uh, what happened <laughs> we just <laughs> met bro <laughs> no the social media thing kind of you know we met on social media like how people meet these days so you know i was just really vibing with his energy and then um he slid into my dms and then asked for my instagram handle and then he went on there i guess he says Hore, I intimidated him. I don't know how, because I don't think I'm intimidating, but whatever. He said I intimidated him, and then he ghosted me for a whole year. But then, <laughs> it was okay, though, because I don't think I was actually ready to be in a relationship at that time. I probably would have been such a horrible girlfriend that time. So, yeah. So, a whole year later, he just showed up again out of the blue. And so, I'm, hey, I said, hey, where have you been? And around... Okay, okay, and then I don't know. It just went so quickly before I knew it. We were just hanging out, and then we are we just now <laughs> hanging out, but in a married way. I don't know. It just happened so quickly. Everything just that uh, happened. <laughs> you guys were basically together like all the time, pretty much. What was your state of mind like at the time when? He officially like, or when you officially, did, I don't know if he officially asked you out or you guys. Just he didn't. This guy, <laughs> he didn't <laughs> ask me out. But I had him introducing me to a friend of his. I don't. This is my girlfriend. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's where we are. <laughs> I guess that that was his way of asking me out. I just went with mm-hmm. it. So yeah, but I don't what know. Was what was the question again? Like. What was your state of mind when when he asked you out? Like, at the time when you guys started officially being in a relationship, I know you had been single for a bit there. Mm. You know what? What was the the thing that made you feel like you're ready to try this relationship thing again? Hey, I had, you know, I had been in in a hectic relationship sometime back. Hectic as in a long one. And then when it diet uh, uh i just sort of you know gave up on this relationship thing and then everything else that followed after i was not really that committed to it it was you know i tried it didn't work out it's like okay whatever and then later on but but before later on i was also dealing with my own shit so i'm um, so can i swear with my own sure. thing <laughs> with my with my own stuff so I think psychologically for a long time I was not ready to be in a relationship so uh, last person that I tried to be in a relationship with before uh, before this nameless before my husband was 
a dude that sort of opened my my third eye to what I wanted out of a relationship, right? Because for, for a long time before that, I thought maybe this relationship thing is not what I'm cut out for. But then that guy was, you know, typical Gabs guy that made me think this is not what I want. And if this is not for me, then it's fine. I'll make peace with it. But I started uh, connecting more uh, spiritually to God, praying about it, praying for, you know what, I don't have, I'm growing up now. I don't have time you know, to just run around in aimless relationships. So if it's not my portion, then it's fine. I'm okay with it. If it is, then send, uh, you know, someone worthwhile along my way. Yeah. And I was okay. I wasn't looking actively when, when he came back into my life. So it just happened. Or at that time when he came back, I was okay with giving it a shot. And, you know, as soon as we, we got into it, he told me that I'm, I'm going to marry you. And I thought, and for some reason, I don't know why, but it just to me felt and seemed like, yeah, this is, this is it, you know. I really, so. I really love that for you because, I mean, I was his friend, like, before you guys met, like I said. And I remember when mm. you guys started dating. It was yeah. You didn't you didn't rub me the wrong way. <laughs> Thank God. You didn't rub <laughs> me the wrong way. And and sometimes I actually have to remind myself that I am his friend first before your friend because I feel like we talk more than I talk to him. And but, uh, that's not a bad thing. It's, it's really like good I feel like I really, yeah. I got the sense that immediately when I met you, he introduced me to you. I just knew that there was something different in just what did he say what did he say what did he say to you before you met me because obviously he gave you a little brief i think how did we met because you guys you were coming over to see him and i was at his house and i was like actually Mm. and it was just a very brief like oh this is tiamo and no before before i came there must have been a brief girlfriend is coming or my i met this girl i don't know what had what did he told what he, did he told, told you me about the whole sliding into the dm thing and just like i asked i asked him the like most important questions okay so what do you do how old are you mm-hmm. like what i what vibe like what do you look like because i was trying to build a picture of you mm. and just the way that he was talking about you made me feel like oh maybe he really likes this person but you know you never really know because there's that infatuation period yeah yeah and then as I watched you guys, like, actually being a couple, like, actually growing together in your relationship, I could, I was watching him become, like, a very different person. I don't even know how to put it because I had seen him in other relationships and was always a bit shaky there. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. He's going to kill me for saying this mm-hmm. to you. But, like, yeah, I always felt like with you, there was always a sense of, like, a real commitment on his end mm. yeah but as I, on your end i wanted to find out what was, what were we're always talking about the red flags right what yeah. were the white flags? like the things about him that made you think okay, okay. you know i told you i told you this the other day Kere, i wing almost everything all mm. the time although i'm trying to win myself off that so i don't know man i don't know i i just you know 
decided to wear my heart in my sleeve and stop being overly critical and just, you know, try things out. And then as soon as I decided to try things out, things were okay. Dota can't really pinpoint to say. He was committed, you know, he was committed to, to you know, talking to me. He, he would, you know, express his feelings wholeheartedly. He would, you know, he wasn't your guy guy where you, you don't really know where you are. You know, are we in this? Are we not? That sort of thing. I was, I was sure all the time of what we were and what we were about. He made me feel that way. You know, he made the effort. So I think that was some of the, 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 the white flags. And also, I, he was really fun to be around. You know, we, we genuinely just got along without trying too much. Like you guys were friends. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, he's a good friend of mine, you know, <laughs> from day <laughs> one. <laughs> he's, he's my best hey. friend. Yeah. I asked specifically about the white flags because we too often focus on the red ones, the negative things that block our view from the good that's in front of us. Some of my personal favorite white flags include things like being able to pee with the door open, being able to openly discuss missing your therapist, and certainty that when your partner says they will do something, they're actually going to do that thing. Babe, so this mm-hmm. conversation is actually like, it, it's, it's stemming from like a, a place of heartbreak. Because um, recently, I came out of what I will call an entanglement. (laughs) (laughs) I came out of an entanglement and it left me really shook because I was like, um, I didn't didn't know just how much I wanted to be with someone Mm. until I realized like I couldn't be with this particular person Because... because of other issues in his own life that have mm. nothing to do with me but it got me really thinking about like all of a sudden I'm ready to like open up and how do you think like opening yourself up to relationships how do how important is it for it's the single a- girls who are just like no I've been my heart has hey. been broken too many times do you know and what I- hey. mm-hmm. what has been uh got it I don't know how do I explain it. I've I've always been guarded, and I've always thought I knew sort of everything, and I thought I was right all the time, that sort of thing. But I had to I had to be vulnerable for me to to you know for us to work, and he he also had to be vulnerable. I had to to open up and tell him things that I you know typically wouldn't you know tell people. I just you know. I think it helped. It helped a lot because, and it was the source of most of our, our our quarrels, our disagreements at the time. But it really helped that we we went through that early on because thereafter there was really nothing, nothing you know to hide, nothing in the closet, for lack of a better phrase. God, I I bared my soul. You know, it's like if if it was going to break my heart, I was going to die. That was that <laughs> all out. You know. So you have to be vulnerable sometimes. You know, you can't be guarded all the time and, and expect for someone to give you that all because essentially that's that, you know. Mm. 
I had to, to continue, yeah? continue. I had to dig deep within myself and and you know face my issues, face my monsters, you know, work on my on my on myself to be a better person, to be in a relationship, so I could I could you know bring something to the relationship, not to expect mm. for him to build me, and it was tough because I I, I most of the time I wasn't. I I couldn't believe or a you know this is me, so but yeah. it had to happen. Yeah. What does what does like working on yourself look like? It's messy. It's nasty. It's self doubt. It's you know it's shame. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it was you know it it wasn't it wasn't pretty for me. Give us the yeah. keys, please. Give yeah. us the keys. Unlock. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Anna, I, I, before I didn't think it was, it was um, necessary for me to share. Jorge, before you, I, I have, I have dated this person, I have been in an entanglement with this person, that sort of thing. You know, it was my thing. I didn't think I had to to come out with it, but he probed, and I thought he was, you know, he was asking to, in hindsight, you know, because then he also shared the same sort of things he was asking of me and I had to you know it was it wasn't especially if you're trying to impress someone you know it's not nice because then it paints a picture about you but you know at the end it let me show it showed me that I'm I'm human and he's human and we've all have we've all had lives before we met and this is how our lives went and now this is what we want out of life with each other so Mm. It yeah. It wasn't nice what, though. What what is marriage teaching you about relationships that you you think people who are single or people who are, you know, actively looking to get into relationships, committed relationships should know? That there's no there's no, you know, one size fits all and there's no blueprint. It really just depends on on you as people in a relationship you know you find for it you find strengths you find weaknesses and you have to work on those things you need to to find a common ground you need to know that you know you need to, to forgive most importantly you need to know how to apologize you need to know how to forgive you need to to know how you know to to have constructive fights and not just fight for nothing Things like that. It's important, you know. So for uh, for and you need to, to set your own standards to what you know defines success in your relationship. Because remember, um, there was a time I was. Uh, oh, remember, we quit Twitter. Well, I quit it, and then he quit it. Yeah. <laughs> and my and, and my thing was that um, I I I found what it influenced a lot of my feelings towards things because there'd be something going on, there'd be trends, there'd be this and then, you know, most of the time I couldn't really figure out what my own perspective Mm -hmm. or my own feelings were towards certain things and, you know, if I was surrounded by people's opinions all the time then I ended up just, you know, leaving their opinions and I didn't know what my opinion was. So I decided to to just take a break and dig into myself and find, you know, myself. What 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 do I stand for? What do I like? Uh, you know, what is the 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 limit for me? 
you know, things like that. So I've I've been able to find that out of influence, yeah, and it, it's worked for me. I find people share that Cornell, I just, you know, I choose to win off of Twitter, well, to quit Twitter and then win off of other social media platforms. And now I think I'm okay now because I'm, I'm more in tune with myself as a person. So I think um, I'm coping better. Not that I would want to, to rejoin it because I think uh, I've, I've gone past it now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's time. Yeah. How, 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 how much do you think, like, you know, every time I tell people, like, oh, I, I'm subawailing a relationship and all these things, people always say things like, you know, don't be influenced by social media and, you know, couples aren't really as happy as they look on social media. But And then I've recently come to the realization that actually I want the relationship even independently of social media. I feel like I'm just at that place where I feel like I've got so much to give receiver also mm. and it's just a natural growing up thing that at some point you just want companionship um i met him it happened for hours maybe at the time that you are right now i was willing to to give and receive that's why i was able to face a lot of of things about myself that i had previously not been able to face you know in order to make the relationship work so, hella, hella, some of these things, you need to know within yourself what you want out of a relationship. Once you get that figured out, then you, you know how to, you know, see, see people. Or oh, no, this one might work for me, this one might not work for me. Because you have to be aligned somehow, you know. You have to want this, mm. this, the same things out of, out of life. Otherwise, you're just wait, wasting each other's time, each other's times. Look on Hela, you need to like I said earlier, you need to set your own standards for a okay, this is this this is the ceiling. I can only go this far and then, you know, if this happens, this relationship won't work out, that sort of thing. Because people will be there talking about my girlfriend allowance, talking about that time when we met, we didn't have a lot, you know, of you know, tangible anything to give to each other, but we only had each other to give to each other whatever that that yeah. was it's, we find ourselves here we are not where we were then we, we are a lot better now and it really just took the the you know i don't know the working on the the, the constant on the relationship and take it from where it was yesterday to where it is today yeah yeah you said for your only summer willing and people are saying for people are not as happy as that. it's true i mean when we take pictures to post on on instagram we obviously are not going to take pictures of ourselves you know in a in a disagreement or crying or whatever but you know those things happen sometimes they, they do happen but it's it, now in my experience i genuinely you know i think most of my, well, a lot of my pictures really do depict, you know, where I am. I don't feel the need to pretend to people, and I don't, I don't feel the need to to keep up appearances to people. So, it's it's a healthy place to be for me, for us. I think, like, my last question is really just like, what has been like the the unexpected best thing 
about finding this person that you've you've chosen and has chosen you? Oh, that that parenthood. I mean, I when when I thought I was ready to be in a relationship, I didn't think as far as as kids, but it's <laughs> but it it it's it's happened and it's you know it, it I think it's it's bringing out the best out of out of us. It's it's a it's a challenging but highly rewarding thing, and it sort of brought us together a lot more. I know what about Baba You know, after having kids, it doesn't really work out. I don't know how we've been able to find that that ground, but we're each other's support most of the time. And for me, it was important for when I when you know finally when I become a mother, I'd have a partner that you know there for me through all of it. Not where I'm, I'm mm-hmm. the mother and the other father, as per you know tradition. You know, had hardcore traditional roles. That sort of it was never going to work out for me. But I don't know. Yeah, it was never going to work I out for me. Like, like during the 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 pregnancy, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was right there with you during the morning sickness and everything. It's almost like he was the one that was pregnant as well. I've never, I've never ever in my life seen. Like that, Gorikira. In all the relationships that I've been around, you know, yeah, we, this guy has not missed a single appointment for both of our kids. It means a lot. Like I take sometimes I feel like I take him for granted because I live with him, and we tend to expect these things because he set the standard. Tend to expect them and think it's you know it's everyone's sort of thing. But but you know, I I realize for the I I. I'm lucky, I guess. But also, yeah, there's no, there's not, there's not a lot of gender, gender roles in our in our relationship, and it's whether it's anything or just general relationshiping, except for for ones that require <laughs> that require, you know, male bodies and ones that require female bodies. But that's it, what's worked out for the best for us. So. That that was the unexpected. It's been it's been exciting and and tough and rewarding and you know all the things. all the things. And that brings us to today. That's the story of how a Netflix movie inspired me to admit that I was ready to recommit myself to someone and I was willing to do the work on myself to get there. Key takeaways. Establish exactly what you want from a partner and if that question feels too big, establish what you don't want so that when it shows up at your door, you know to walk away. Always look for the white flags. Even if you're in a relationship right now, look for the white flags as a reminder of why you're still there. And lastly, everyone needs a little building. Even you. Yes, Miss Ma'am, you are not perfect. But the important thing, as with everything, is to establish your boundaries. The things that are deal breakers. What are you willing to work on and what are you not willing to work on? That's what makes the difference between being a patient partner and being, quote-unquote, Bob the Builder.
thank you for tuning in to today's episode. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Follow us on Instagram at Healing Minutes. Interact with us. Let me know what you thought, what were your takeaways, what you really enjoyed about today's episode, and what you didn't too much enjoy. I hope there wasn't anything that made you feel too bad about yourself here. Um, This is all just for the betterment of our community. Um, For everybody who's listening and who knows me personally and knows that I'm currently involved with someone, like I said... This episode has been put on ice for six months. Okay, progress report in another six months. <laughs> yeah, interact with me. I can't wait to be back next week as we continue talking about all things love because love has everything to do with it. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me, Titi. I'm yet to meet the little one because of this pandemic. You're going to meet her when she's four years old. The way things are going. I'm not okay. <laughs> the way things are going. I'm not okay. <laughs> but I have every faith that, you know, you're doing an amazing job. And like, well, that's one of the things I love about you. I just feel like you are so grounded and those kids are very lucky to have the both of you as parents but you as a mom I just like I can only aspire because I just watch how you dote on your kids and you're so present and you care and it, it's everything yeah it's it's uh it's things it's uh things like these like these sort of affirmations from other people sometimes you don't really realize for where you're doing anything because you're just leaving it every day, so you don't really realize that well, it, this could be a source of inspiration to someone else. So that's why I recognize I wing anything. But I think rapid stems also from from you know the things that you missed out, you feel you missed out on when you were younger, and you want to give it to to your children so that they maybe don't feel what you felt when you were young. I'm not trying to point fingers to my parents or anything like that, but yeah. <laughs> On hell, I don't know. That's that's really all of it. You're yeah. just trying every day. You try. It's you're just doing your best. You're just doing your best. But if it's a source of inspiration, I'm, I am honored and humbled. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Thanks, love. <laughs> this has been fun. Yeah. Uh, it had. I'm happy we had the conversation. It felt like a catch up. Mm, we miss you, ma. We thought you've been gone for it since like forever. We're starting to forget how you look like. 